Lilith didn't know what had got into her usually mild-mannered son, but whatever it was, she didn't like it. She made a mental note to book their crappy car in for a service. As punishment, she had refused to read him a bedtime story. Not that Jakey had seemed to care. It was one of Erdman's books, some creepy folktale he'd had since he was a boy. The cover was a tall, thin man with a grinning skull for a head. A bogey man who preyed on children. It gave her the heebie-jeebies. But Jakey had asked for it every night since he'd found it in a box of Erdman's old things. Not tonight, though. Instead, he had thrown it across the room. She sighed and scraped congealed gravy and cold potatoes onto a plate. Perhaps it was his medication, or he was just tired from the strain of being at the hospital for most of the evening. Perhaps she should give him the benefit of the doubt. But Jakey had been damn rude. It hadn't helped that she'd been trying to drive home in torrential rain when the car had beeped its first warning, flashing up this message on the dashboard. Rear seatbelt unbuckled. Jakey, she had snapped, don't mess around with your seatbelt. Do it up now, please. I haven't undone it. Jakey, her voice was steel. I haven't. Don't tell fibs. I'm not, he half shouted. I haven't touched it. Lilith knew he was lying. That message only showed up when a back seat passenger undid the belt, or didn't do it up in the first place. She tried a new tack. Sweetheart, if we have an accident in this dreadful weather and you're not wearing your belt, you could be seriously hurt. Please do it up now, for Mummy. I haven't undone it, he insisted. Lilith had slammed her hand against the steering wheel and the car swerved into the oncoming lane. Panicked, she'd overcorrected herself, causing the driver behind her to lean heavily on his horn. Shit! I haven't undone it, he said again, more softly this time. She ignored him, her eyes scanning the dark roads for a place to pull over. She would damn well get out of the car and do it up herself but the rain was making it difficult to see, and now the ribbon of red tail lights ahead was forcing her to break. Stuck in a line of traffic, she had half-twisted to look at him. The pale smudge of his face stared back at her, illuminated in the headlamps of passing cars. Come on, Jakey, I just want you to be safe. I haven't undone my seat belt, he said, and burst into tears. She had thought about explaining to him that the weight of a passenger's body triggered a sensor that alerted the driver when the belt was unbuckled, that there was no one else in the back, so it had to be him, but she didn't think he'd understand. Her eyes flicked down to Jakey's buckle. It was done up, the metal clip securely in place. But the message hadn't changed. Rear seat belt unbuckled. She checked to see if her handbag was on the back seat next to him, she carried enough crap for it to register about the weight of a small human being. But the seat was empty. It was just a glitch in the system of a car that had seen better days. She had started to apologise, to tell him that adults sometimes make mistakes too, when she heard him mutter beneath the ceaseless drumming of the rain. Go away, he hissed. Go away and leave me alone. Just because you say it quietly doesn't mean I can't hear you. Mummy, I, I know it's been a tricky, tiring day, but that's no excuse. You don't speak to Mummy like that. 
Lilith's fingers tapped the gear stick. But I... And you're still talking back to me. How about you say sorry instead? You never listen, he burst out. Never, ever, ever. You're the meanest mummy in the world. I want my daddy. The traffic began to move again, the rain easing off. She could see Jakey's face in the rearview mirror, pinched and miserable, and regretted her sharpness, felt the itch of motherly guilt. Hey, she said, I didn't mean to jump down your throat. But he didn't reply, just stared out of the window into the rain, his eyes filmy with tears, and singing that strange little song. She had left it at that, but as soon as they got home, he had asked to go to bed. When she had come up to tuck him in, he had turned his back on her and refused a goodnight kiss.